0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Futurist Public Intellectual Podcast. I'm Brad Yates. This is a new podcast that will be exploring the myriad social, political, and philosophical issues of our time. It is 2023, and we live in a world that is a maelstrom of fake news, propaganda, and endless news feeds. Navigating these times is treacherous, so I think that it's important for the citizens of our great republic to have the guidance of public intellectuals. I'm not a journalist, a pundit, or a media personality. I am a concerned American citizen who wants people to have clear analysis of everything that matters in our country. While journalism is necessary for the vitality of the American Democratic Republic, there is another role to be played. Journalism provides the flow of information, but it does not provide perspective. Sure, editorials can provide some analysis, but journalism's role is not about critical, interdisciplinary, and multifaceted analysis. Historically, this role was upheld by the academe. However, academics generally live in ivory towers that do not intersect with the hoi polloi. This is where the public intellectual comes in. By bringing the intellectual perspective of the academe to the current affairs of journalism, the public intellectual provides clarity to the public. This clarity empowers the public to make choices that are right for them, not just choices that merely reflect their community or affiliations. What does it mean to be a futurist? While futurists come in many varieties, I will be the type of futurist on this podcast who discusses topics to explore them, but always with an eye on the future. This is a vast difference from journalism. Journalism tells you about the present, but what should the future look like? For example, it's one thing to understand that the Dobbs Supreme Court case overturned Roe v. Wade, but what should the future look like? In 2022, journalism spent countless pages reacting to Dobbs, but I have not seen the public actually understanding what impact it has on their future and whether they should do anything about its fallout the futurist public intellectual will always address both the present and the future. I think it's important for anyone who is expounding analyses to be transparent about the idiosyncrasies of one's perspective. It is not possible to come from a completely neutral perspective, so I will be clear about my biases. First, I will always assume that the perspective is an American one, meaning liberty is a fundamental value and the Constitution is to be honored. The United States is a country founded upon abstract ideals, not an ethnocultural history like most nation states. If you don't believe in these American ideals, then you really should leave. There are millions of immigrants legal and illegal, who will gladly take your place. Second, in accordance with the Declaration of Independence, an individual's pursuit of happiness will be assumed as the central purpose of life, and that society and the government are supposed to facilitate that as much as morally and practically possible. Third, since this podcast is futurist, the future will always be assumed to be more important than than the past or present, so my analyses will reflect that bias. Fourth, since the U.S. is a democracy, it will be assumed that the majoritarian view must be respected, while the minority will be protected from the tyranny of the majority. However, the minority will not be obliged at all costs, nor will they be privileged over the majority. Lastly, my perspective is a melange of ideas whose provenance may be deemed conservative or liberal. Consequently, I'm neither conservative nor liberal, so such pigeonholing is going to be unproductive. If you find any of these premises to be objectionable, then this podcast is not for you. Now that I've been transparent about my biases— The standard for analysis on this podcast will still be logic and objectivity. Objective how? Well, I will try to objectively present the multiple positions that exist for any topic, even if my biases lead me to a preferred conclusion. However, just because I come to a particular conclusion doesn't mean that either other conclusions are not possible or that other conclusions are not equally valid. This podcast is meant to help people gain greater insight into issues, but the ultimate choice is yours. Such logic will be enriched by the complexity of our world, though. I'm a huge proponent of contextualized knowledge. I don't believe that information makes sense without context. In our current world, I think it is even more paramount that we simultaneously hold onto our personal values while contextualizing them in a global, multicultural, and historical context. So, to tie things together, I will be presenting all future topics on this podcast through the lens of a proud American who will logically contextualize his perspective with a macro historicity. For example, let's say I'm a physics major in college. I will inevitably learn about Einstein's biggest contribution to physics, the theory of relativity. There is so much to learn from Einstein if we try to unpack the context in which the theory of relativity emerged. Einstein sought refuge in the United States due to Nazi Germany. The irony is that the demise of Imperial Japan and Axis power indirectly occurred due to a German Jew. Einstein's letter to President Roosevelt led to the Manhattan Project and the atomic bombs that decimated Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Both world history and physics would have been totally different if Einstein had been captured by the Nazis and had died in a concentration camp. Instead, Einstein was able to flee to the US in time and then changed the trajectory of the future. If one was only taught that Einstein was a funny-looking old man with wispy hair who came up with a brilliant equation, that wouldn't be understanding much. But if you can contextualize Einstein's life in the web of history, science, and geopolitics, One starts to appreciate that the drama of life is an interconnected whole. In a similar fashion, I think it's important to not merely deconstruct issues in the vein of postmodernism slash poststructuralism, but to also contextualize them in the macro reality in which we all live. Contemporaries spend so much time on deconstruction, but not enough on holism. It's the same reason why psychologists try to understand a person's individual psyche while simultaneously trying to understand that person in relation to their family and their community. The macro context illuminates matters that may not be evident when merely examining the micro. Last but not least, I will be engaging in what can be deemed cultural criticism. In the same way that a film critic critiques movies because they love the medium, I will be making critiques because I love America. I want it to be the best that it can be. I truly believe in its ability to be a shining city upon a hill. We have come so far. The thing that makes Americans so amazing is not because they are better than other people's. It is that they believe in their ability to always be more. So join me every Wednesday for a closer examination of life in 21st century America from the Futurist Public Intellectual.